Hey, Jen, you know, we've talked a lot on the podcast about setting boundaries and saying no more as entrepreneurs. You are right. But today we're actually talking about saying yes a little more. Oh, geez. Yep. We will explore what new opportunities open up when you take risks and try new things. The Speakeasy Podcast, real talk about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Jen Estel. And I'm Karen Steffel. Managing creativity in business? We probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. Trying new things. Yay! Like this crazy drink. I know. It's so surprising. I never, I do like a martini, but I'm kind of like a olive, dirty martini kind of gal, but eucalyptus. This is a eucalyptus martini, which I would have never thought. So you use the eucalyptus to make a simple syrup Mm -hmm. and it's got a really nice, surprising flavor to it. Mm -hmm. And it has a little bit of egg white in it. So it's got that really nice frothy creaminess on top. But eucalyptus is so interesting. It is nothing I would have ever expected in a drink or ever. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's, that's trying new things. That's going outside of the box. Absolutely. And what I, what I do love about the the beverage too is that the eucalyptus leaf is kind of like a little floating heart. It is. It looks really nice. You guys have to check it out. Um, you can see that beautiful shot on the website or on our Instagram channel of that little floating heart. Speaking of trying new things, we have talked ad nauseum about just saying no because we say yes to everything, right? And so yes. we've started setting boundaries, you know, protecting our time, prioritizing. You know, only saying yes to the things that are absolutely on your top priority list. And here we are. We're being hypocrites. I know. And it's funny because I'm having a very busy, hectic week. And I know you are as Mm -hmm. well. We've sort of compared notes on that. So the idea of saying yes to anything else or trying anything new today in today's situation seems like pure folly. Yeah. It makes me want to cry and rock in the corner. Right. Mm -hmm. But but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. You know, and I think really because we've been practicing so hard at saying no, um, no has gotten really easy. Yes. But the thing is, is that when we say no to things, it's safe. There's no failure in saying no, but there's no success either. Right. Well, the funny thing too, I think in some ways it becomes harder to say yes now because we know what a yes means. Yeah. With a little bit of experience under your belt, you know when you say yes to something, that means you are committing all the way. Mm-hmm. You're committing to doing it really well. You know what it looks like when somebody drops the ball. Yep, and um, you know that your name's on the product. And when you know your name's on the product. So I think we probably at this point in our careers understand the ramifications of a yes more than we would have a, a couple of decades ago. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so that mix of us practicing saying no and understanding the ramifications of yes is kind of what got us to this topic. Yeah, absolutely. So I loved when we were kind of preparing for this episode, what you, how you described trying new things that, you know, it, it's that childlike wonder. It is. It's almost like the process of falling in love, right? That enthusiasm you get when you have something new mm-hmm. and you've discovered it for the first time and you talk about it to everyone you know, like mm-hmm. you were the first person to discover it and it's the most important and most interesting thing that's ever happened in the world. That feeling, mm-hmm. I know we all remember that feeling, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Well, and I think that's that's the experience that I know both you and I have talked about as we watch our kids kind of hit milestones and things like that. But you're right. It's You move from like, you know, evangelist for the thing that you've tried to, you know, the adopter, but you you can't recreate that feeling of the first thrill. No, it really only happens once. And, you know, there's a lot of psychology and, and 
physiology in it, really, Mm -hmm. the things that happen in your body and your brain when when you've discovered something new or you're super excited, that first hit um, feels magical. And then as you get used to it, you become confident and you become well-versed and you get used to that feeling, which is why I think it's important to keep trying new things because you keep getting that infusion of magic, right? Yeah. And it, well, it's, it's that dopamine and it's, um, but you're right. I think that's too, not only like the first time you get a tattoo, you know, that's why people get more than one. The first time you, you know, jump out of a plane, those types of hits, right? Right. It's, it's thrilling to try something new and, and, and whatever the new thing is, is different for everybody. You can get, you know, I, I can be thrilled trying a new cheese I've never tried. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what the thing is that you're going to try. And when you think about it, you know, we always talk about childhood being magical and children being full of wonder. And imagine as a young person, almost everything you're experiencing is new and delightful and different and unusual. And so that sense of wonder comes at you all of the time. And it could be for a small child as much as running across a type of leaf you've never seen before on a tree or hearing a knock-knock joke the first time and it's really funny. Almost everything when you're little, you, you get so many firsts. Yeah. And then as we age, of course, we have more experience and we have many fewer, we have fewer firsts, but we're proposing that maybe we should all go out and find some firsts. When was the last time you had that, that thrill, that feeling of wonder? I don't know. I just recently took up a hobby that I hadn't touched in probably a decade or more mm-hmm. and making paper. And I was really super excited and thrilled, but it's, it was something that was an old hobby. So mm-hmm. it was thrilling, but still familiar. Right. Does, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the most recent one was when my husband and I decided to book a vacation that we normally wouldn't book with some people that we haven't gone on vacation with before. Uh-huh. And that felt like, ooh, we're going to do something new. I'm excited. Yeah. How about you? I, I honestly can't tell you. I can't tell you. There's, um, I can think of times where I have just had this open heart and this really, truly content feeling. But, there, but the ones that I've had recently have all been things I've experienced before. But it's just reconnecting. So and we, we say this all the time, but it's usually outside. It's usually on my bike, in the woods, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. But, but seeing things through my kids' eyes is pretty thrilling. Right. And they're constantly learning new things. And they're such a great age for it too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. And I think it's interesting because where you and I are in our lives is, um, work day and client responsibilities and entrepreneurial responsibilities throw a lot at you all the time, mm-hmm. right? So you're always on, on, on and prepared and strategizing and coming up with problems or coming up with solutions, but which makes one a little tired mm-hmm. and a little happy for routine Yeah, because the routine is restful, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's sometimes there are, there are parts of your life in which you don't seek out new things because you don't want that thrill. You don't have the space for it. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I are both trying to convince each other or convince ourselves right. that maybe we need to kick it into gear. I agree. Why would one take a risk like that? So here's the deal. Uh, you know, I think, I think when you and I started putting up our walls around saying yes to everything is, was to protect our time, to protect our well-being. And we never wanted to feel like a doormat. Because sometimes when you say yes to everything, and if you're a serial yeser, then 
people end up dumping on you, right? So that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about breaking the routine, right? So of, of always saying no. So I think that there's a lot of reasons why you would want to, but I think you have to, you know, a lot of people would say no to things because they're not ready, right? Right. We put off having kids for a decade because we weren't ready. And it turns out you can't be ready for kids. (laughs) (laughs) No truer words have ever been spoken, my friend. And so whether that's financially or emotionally or whatever, you're just never ready because they just show up, right? So I I think that's true whether it's starting a family or buying a house or, you know, starting a business, whatever it is that, you know, you throw your hat over the fence and you figure out how you're going to get it later, right? Yeah. Well, I think that, part of figuring it out is part of the thrill, right? Sure. So, so starting before you feel ready, you're saying is part of the process. I think it has to be. So, so I think when, when you have something on in your mind that you might want to do or that it's an opportunity is presented to you, if it's not an absolute no, like that, no, that that doesn't interest me. That doesn't fit with my life. If it's not a no and it's a lingering question mark in your gut, it's cause you want to do it. Sure. But you've got reasons, right? So I think anytime you've got a lingering question mark, just be willing to explore that a little bit more rather than to constantly push the brakes, right? Yeah, I like that thought. And what that makes me consider is you can say yes, you can take up something new, and you can change it and modify it to fit your terms and conditions. Yeah, and you're not stuck with it. You're you not can, stuck you with can it. make another another. D- decision. Right. Yeah. And you can move midway through, but consciously deciding, like you said, we're not going to just say yes to every old thing that comes along. We're not, this is not, as you mentioned, us just saying yes and being a doormat. Right. This is finding and trying something new Mm -hmm. to recapture some of that thrill of discovery that keeps you really fresh and young. Yeah. Well, I think actually you mentioned, you know, booking a vacation like that is a whole opportunity that, you know, the risk is you're going with people that you've not vacationed before with before. And so the risk is, will that work logistically, you know, emotionally, does that work? You know, you had to spend money to do it. So there's all these reasons why you could have said no, but the opportunity that you said yes to is a deeper friendship, an adventure, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't get those doors opening if you hadn't said yes at the first door. That's true. And the thing about it is, the thing I love about when you try something new is it always applies to the thing that you have at home that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. It gives you some yeah, sort of... Yeah, you're holding it up against something. Right. A norm. And so, you're yeah, you're bringing, you're bringing new perspectives back to your day-to-day. Mm-hmm. You are comparing and contrasting, and that activates a different part of your brain. Yeah. I mean, think about all the things that you have said yes to, um, you know, it's different for all of our listeners, but you've said yes to your first job. You've said yes to your spouse. You've said yes, you know, so that they become your spouse. You've said yes to all these firsts that, um, that have dramatically impacted your life. You've said yes to taking the risk of starting your business. So all of the other opportunities that have unfolded out of those yeses, is like everything your life is made of. Yeah. So what if you would have said no to any of those things? Like truly it's at any point uh, your next yes could change the trajectory of your life. 
Well, let's do it then. Oh my gosh, am I being too <laughs> woo-woo? No, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> it's funny because when you said um, saying yes to your first job, I just had a really clear flashback to my very first day of my first grown-up job mm -hmm. and being so nervous in the parking lot mm -hmm. to walk in. I remember the shirt I was wearing, you know, weird stuff like that. Uh. Um, but people like Karen and Jen have been at their job for a really long time. I haven't experienced first day jitters mm -hmm. in a long time. Yeah. And those are really fun experiences. Yeah. I have, um, I have a dear friend who got divorced this year and, um, the things she is newly saying yes to, including herself, prioritizing the things that she wants, darn it. <laughs> you know, th those are fresh yeses. And I admire her courage. It's a huge risk. And she's a dynamic, incredible woman. And I'm so proud that, you know, th those are yeses. That yeah. midlife is, whoo, they sound scary, but man, she's having fun. It is nice to hear that she's having fun and that she landed on her feet and now she's got a whole new path. That's mm -hmm. kind of cool. And it is risky. And we know, you know, as we mentioned before, we know what saying yes entails and we know what risk feels like, mm -hmm. but we're also mostly smart enough to know how to stay out of the sand pits, right? Yeah. But here's the deal. So like I said, with, with no's, no's, there's no risk of failure, but there's also no possibility of success, right? But with yeses, I think the more you practice at something, the more that you're like, yeah, I'll go do that thing or I'll try the, the crazy thing or I'll go do the, the fun thing. I think the more you say yes, the practice is that it becomes easier to say yes. Sure. And then failure, of course, is still a risk. But then, I don't know, if, if you fail at tap dancing lessons, then don't sign back up for them. Right. Is it really a failure because you've tried something new and you've experienced something like you said you were going to do? Is that a failure even if you're terrible at tap dancing? I don't think so. I don't think so either. You've probably laughed your ass off if you <laughs> suck. And you've got <laughs> should some be me. really great stuff for your Instagram story. I don't know. <laughs> it's some loud shoes. So really what you're saying is, I mean, there are different levels of there are different levels of commitment, but that stuff that can give you a fresh, fun perspective on your life, there is no failing at that yeah. if you say yes. Well, and I think too, it's, it's catching yourself when you do the automatic, the, that the voice in your head that you're like, Oh, that's not for me as an opportunity is being presented. Question it before the word falls out of your mouth and decide whether or not decide why it's a no or why you would not consider the thing. And so as long as you're grounded and understand the reason, it, it could take that question mark and turn it into a yes instead of you talking yourself out of it. Right. Well, and when you talk yourself out of it, it's because you've told yourself you've, you've invented some persona that you think you fit in mm -hmm. or, oh, I'm not the type of person who sings. Why? That's just made up. Of right. course you can sing. Who cares? Sure. So you can change your perceptions or your personas or what kind of person you want to be at the drop of a hat. And it could be really fun. Really fun. I think too we are all in the process of dying and life is short. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a good reason to say no, yes. I heard someone say we're in the process of living every single day. We only die once. Ooh. But the point remains. Life is short. You do have a finite number of days. Yeah. So you might as well use them for good stuff. Well, you should, you should actually use your days in the process of living. That's a great idea. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You can tell Karen and Jen are gearing up for a great year. This 2020 stuff is going to be fantastic. Oh my gosh. I know. There's a lot going on. 
Whew. Yeah. So we, so I guess what I would ask listeners to do is think of those big ridiculous things that you could say yes to, or those big ridiculous risks that you have thought about taking and maybe try it, see how it goes. I know big things are on the horizon and I'm pretty excited. I'm excited for you and for me and for all of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, we're over here considering tap dancing and karaoke or something. No, not karaoke. That's a no for me. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But you know what is a yes for me is more eucalyptus. This is fantastic. I know. I can only, the only relationship I have with eucalyptus is like the oil that I put in my kids shower when they're congested. Right. 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 Or, you know, you get, you get it dried in the home goods shop to put in a bouquet or something. Right. 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 And it's kind of sticky. Yeah. But it smells so good. And oh my gosh, it's just like an essence. There is. It's nice. And so we definitely tried, well, I, we are very thankful that we are able to try new drinks on the regular with this right. um, little situation we've got going on. But this one was a real surprise and I would have never imagined. And it's so cute. It's pretty. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you liked it, share it with a friend. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our honest conversations. Hey, Karen, do you like to play games? board games, and I recently taught my son rummy, but that's not what we're talking about, right? Right. At work and at home, people play all sorts of games, the good, the bad, and the literal. And that's what we're talking about next time. See you then. Cheers. Cheers.